Welcome, rock warriors, zombie queens, and everyone in between, to Stories to Dismember, a podcast where your hosts Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel recap their horror film pick of the week based on a monthly theme. Don't be frightened by the vampy magnetism of my voice. I'm just putting it on for this intro. I normally sound like this. The boys and I discuss, aka dismember horror films together, but we do it in a more wholesome and silly fashion. Now, you will listen to stories to dismember. You will comment, rate, and subscribe. Hypnotism over. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Stories to Dismember Podcast. I am your host, Aaron, along with my co-hosts, Lindsay and Miguel. Yo. Hey. This week, we are doing the movie Trick or Treat. Nice. That's apostrophe R, Trick or Treat. Not Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. So don't get confused with last week's Trick or or last episode's re-airing of Trick or Treat with Sammy. Oh, yeah. And Gene Simmons (laughs) and Ozzy and Ragman. Yeah. Very different movies, too. (laughs) Yeah, this one is more... uh, what would you anthology. call Anthology. Yeah, anthology. I think it has four four stories. Yeah. I definitely was not counting. Maybe and we can count as we go along. Takes place on Halloween night. It, it was very Halloweenish at the first <laughs> like <Yeah>. the <laughs> point of view. Like the first the thing you see in the movie is like straight out of Halloween, the original movie. Like from looking out the uh, the mask and everything, so mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it is written and directed by Michael Darty, 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 Dotry, There's an E and R in there. Yeah, I think it's one of those names where if you say it fast, don't think about it. Yeah, stars Anna Pequan, Pequin. <laughs> yeah, pa- packing, maybe packing, and a packing. I guess I don't know how to say it. It's in my head because you know she was really hot around this time because of uh, True Blood and all that. X Men. Right? I recognize her from X Men. That's I was there like, that's where I know her from. Yeah. Also has Brian Cox and Dylan Baker. Mm-hmm. Brian Cox, you might recognize from several movies. It's always those type of actors. Yeah, he's like always a good uh, supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I have, Lindsay. <laughs> if you got more to explain your movie, uh, yeah. Well, I just want to preface this by saying that we sort of scrambled together because Halloween month is sneaking up on us. Yeah. So originally, I was like, oh. Well, we should pick Halloween movies or Halloween themed, not even thinking about how last year we had guests. So I picked a good Halloween themed movie and then like that quickly evolved into just us accumulating guests for the subsequent records. So it it feels unfair that I got to pick this one and then the rest are all guest picks because that's how 
we do it whenever our guest is recording with us. They pick the film we watch and discuss. So I don't know. I feel kind of bad, but I'll get over it. I'm yeah, sure. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, we we could say, "Don't worry about it, Lindsay." You know, it's all right. It's cool. It's all right. Thank you. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So just um, it's good. I don't have to kidding. choose a movie. That's good. That's fine. I. I got introduced to this in a very weird way. I joined a Reddit Halloween exchange like 10 years ago. And my giftee sent me a whole bunch of stuff, including a DVD of this film, Trick or Treat. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I'd never heard of it before. I had never seen it, but I watched it and I was like, this is amazing. I love this. And then I saw it once maybe twice before introducing it to my partner who also edits our podcast. Shut up. Yeah. And who had never really gotten into horror movies until I introduced them to him. So he now loves the movie. And then we tried introducing it to his mother while we gave out Halloween candy a couple of years ago thinking, Oh, this is a lighthearted Halloween watch. This isn't, too heavy it's kind of fun it's kind of silly she did not think so she was (laughs) horrified the whole time and i felt so bad (laughs) but i still love it spread it out (laughs) spread it out too thin yeah catch on yeah yeah yeah. i can't can't expect everybody to love it as much as i do but that's okay when one level too deep yeah well shall we (laughs) dive into the recap of this film yeah let's do it the dismemberment if you will yeah <laughs> okay. shout out shout out to us <laughs> <laughs> that's silly so we start off with a trick-or-treat halloween safety video like the kind you used to see before a feature film at a theater uh, it's a black and white montage of kids in halloween costumes And the narrator says, all ghosts and goblins should follow these rules. Stay on sidewalks, never go to a stranger's house, and never go out alone. And the film reel sort of glitches, and we get an up-close shot of a jack-o'-lantern, and then we zoom out to a typical Halloween scene. We see a woman, Emma, and her partner, Henry, both in homemade robot costumes, She's blowing out candles of the jack-o'-lanterns around her house, and he suggests that they stay lit a bit longer. But they are plenty lit already, and they head inside. (laughs) Honestly, this seems like the perfect Halloween plans. Like, I just want to be in costume and get drunk and have decorations up, but she doesn't seem to be as into it. That was a lot of decorations, too. That was too much. I I, I would... She... I mean, we'll get into it in two a second, but she did not seem into it, but she had a ton. Yeah, like, that was a lot. I was like, all right. Far dude. more than I've ever seen a normal person <laughs> use. But yeah, she's got to keep her man interested, I guess. <laughs> that's That's the whole strategy. But all of this is seen from a short perspective, like low on the ground. And we see it get closer to them, and... They sort of like huff heavily, just as Miguel was saying, this is a blatant reference to Michael Myers from Halloween, just like (sighs) sort of huffing. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the couple continues to go back and forth with the woman wanting to take all of the decorations down and the guy wanting to keep them all up. And he sort of sulks. And in response, she rolls her eyes and smiles and tell him to go, go on inside and put on the tape. The tape. The tape. And after he goes inside, she sighs and says, I hate Halloween. And inside we see Henry smirk as he opens a VHS box <laughs> that has nature special handwritten on it and pops it inside the VCR. From outside their house, we see Emma unplug the decoration lights from an electrical outlet outside and then haphazardly yank down all the other decorations. And she stops when from across the street she sees a man in a blank white mask staring at her and she continues putting away decorations including a ghost made out of a sheet while staring back at the man until a cute vintage orange Volkswagen <laughs> pulls up that's that's not relevant I just thought it was yeah. cute <laughs> and the man takes off his mask and gets inside and she smiles like feeling silly getting freaked out over nothing and continues to put things away in a cardboard box until the sheet that she just put away leaps up and attacks her or rather it's <sighs> a figure inside of a sheet and we see henry waking up from her screams look at the porn that is still playing on the tv <laughs> and then go back to sleep <laughs> emma skim over that yeah <laughs> we don't need to describe what he's saying it was porn. Yeah. Emma screams out to Henry as she is stabbed from inside the sheet with what looks like a large half-eaten jack-o'-lantern-shaped lollipop. Ouch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be ouch. That's different. You would have to, like, use more force, I guess, than a knife because it's blunter. Yeah. Ouch. Also, <laughs> sticky. <laughs> Some trick-or-treaters witness blood appearing through the sheets as Emma is being attacked within the sheets. Ooh. Wait, that wasn't a rhyme. That was just the same word. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they ran away. They ran away. Yeah, and then yeah. the sheet is dragged back through the gate into her own yard by the unseen figure. And a while later, Henry wakes up again and goes out outside to check on Emma. And he looks around at the remaining decorations outside and calls out to her. And then he pauses to look at some very realistic-looking limbs hanging from a tree. Part of the decor, I guess. And then turns as lights come on underneath one of the sheet ghosts. And just as he goes over to remove the sheet from the sheet ghost, we see the limbs are real. And under the sheet are the boards that provided the structure for the ghost. Wrapped in orange string lights, with Emma's decapitated head speared on top. Damn, with the giant lollipop shoved in her mouth, stretching it <laughs> wide. That's just embarrassing. Wild. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's degrading. <laughs> it's one step too far. Yeah, come on, man. What you gotta do? It's bad enough that she got murdered. Yeah. It's like salt in the wound <laughs> or lollipop in the mouth, as they say. Henry screams, and the scene is changed into a comic book style, which is really cool. Yeah. And then we get the credits intercut with the different comic images of Halloween imagery, foreshadowing of the scenes we'll come to see later. There's a lot to get through, so I gotta keep chugging. Back to a pillowcase filled with candy being dragged by a child on the oh, street. Geez. Yeah, like, take care of your candy. <laughs> 
you're gonna get it all yeah. dirty that way. Yeah, and I just remember this part. Uh, it's gross. All right, this distinctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miguel is watching like amateur. No, it's just I forgot. I totally forgot this whole beginning part, and then I remembered as it was happening. It was just oh, gross. But you'll get to it though. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Ugh. So earlier. Warren Valley, Ohio, and we get a live news report of people parading in the streets in Halloween regalia. Cut to a busy costume store where a little boy is peeking through a dressing room as four women are changing. What a perv. Talking about previous... Yeah. Yeah, he's being pervy. And he's like... He's I don't really know, <laughs> Eight years old. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some fun trivia about him in just a second. Uh, but uh, no. the, the women are changing, talking about previous Halloweens and their escapades. And my fun bit of trivia is that this is the little kid who plays Sam throughout the rest of the movie. Oh. And listeners who haven't seen this film will learn about Sam later. Oh, you'll learn about Sam. And just as one of the girls is talking about how all ass tastes the same, whether it belongs to a boy or a girl. <laughs> a woman comes over and yanks the little boy away, chastising, ladies, there are children out here. The women all laugh, and on the count of three, three of them exit the dressing rooms, showing off their slutty Halloween costumes. The fourth girl, nice. Laurie, noise, yeah. reluctantly comes out. Laurie, she must be a direct reference to Laurie in uh, Halloween as well, right? Yeah, I imagine. I didn't really check to see if all the other girls, if their names come from like other final girls mm -hmm. from other horror movies, but that would be cool. I, I forgot. I forgot their name. I just remember Laurie <laughs> and all the yeah, other. Yeah, I, I got, got all the other Danielle and who else? I don't know. Just put friends I, and I sister. definitely and friends. <laughs> yep. Well, I didn't... <laughs> if I get to their names later, maybe it'll ring mm -hmm. some bells for us. Yeah. But Laurie is reluctantly coming out of the dressing room dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. I didn't get that at all until way later that she was dressed like Oh, that she was <laughs> yeah, Little Red Riding yeah, Hood? Yeah, until way, way later. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, that, that's what that costume is. I just thought she was wearing, you know, just a dress or something. <laughs> well... I knew I knew what it was, but not until this very moment yeah. did I think about the yeah, relevance yeah. of that, yeah. which I'm not going to get into because that would be a spoiler. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, don't give it all away. I don't know what kind of character that is that I slipped into, but that was. I hope I never do that again. <laughs> I didn't like that. We're not doing any spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, Danielle, who is her sister, we find out later, is dressed as Cinderella, and she reassures her that she looks great and that this is all tradition. And as the girls stand in line to check out, the cashier checks them out. He mm -hmm. No, he scans the tag still attached to the dress that she's wearing and stammers out 23330 30D. Uh, then he corrects himself. <laughs> I meant... 234.33. He was definitely checking her out. Yeah, that's so like... Yep. <laughs> what a weird slip up. Nobody does that. That's just funny. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. 
Well, that's such a specific slip up. <laughs> Too many syllables. It, it, it whatever. Is, this, uh, comes from comic books, this movie, like that the guy made. So that's totally like a line in a comic book you would read. Uh, <laughs> that's why I felt this whole I, movie is like really, really good at having that feeling of like a comic book because it felt yeah. like you were flipping pages, like each scene. Yeah, the dialogue is yeah, very yeah. like comic book. Yeah yeah so these were based on actual comics because yeah. we do get like little snippets that's really cool yeah, yeah 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 are they rare i mean you could probably find them in them. five seconds on the internet probably if yeah you want. <laughs> that's true that's true but yeah, yeah, yeah. i like supporting yeah. comic creators when i can though yeah i don't know maybe i'll find them later maybe that'll be my <laughs> halloween read because yeah. I've tried reading House of Leaves for about 10 years straight, and I still haven't finished the damn book. Mm-hmm. But I could get There's through no this comic pretty easily. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but the cashier stammers an apology, and Danielle smiles and asks him when he gets off work and invites him to Sheep's Meadow, where he can meet her after work. Cut to a boy walking along the street, knocking jack-o'-lanterns off a fence as he drags a sack of candy in each hand. This must be the same boy from before mm. that was dragging his like pillowcase full of candy on the street. Well, the little boy was played by the actor that played the kid in uh, Bad Santa. <gasps> oh, I haven't seen that. I got oh, excited wow. for a second, and then I was like, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I've probably seen the trailer for it though mm. yeah i don't remember he does have like a very distinct yeah, look to him yeah. though yeah this curly plurning. yeah like he's a little chunky and he's pale and he's got curly red hair and he's a brat he sees a light on in a single house and smiles and approaches it and there's a sign on the porch that reads sorry we're not at home help yourself to one piece of course, he starts shoving all of the candy oh, yeah. into one of his bags. <laughs> yep. And a man with glasses, Mr. Wilkins, walks up and says, that can't be good for your diabetes. And he appears to know him because he says, don't waste a good lie on this one, Charlie. But adds that it's a good thing that he got more candy and invites him to stay for a minute. Charlie stammers an excuse, but Mr. Wilkins orders, sit down, Charlie. And Charlie's <laughs> smile fades. And we cut to the young women in sexy Halloween costumes walking down the sidewalk. The girls say Laurie's problem is that she doesn't try hard enough, or else she wouldn't be a virgin at 22. And behind them, we see the couple in homemade robot costumes before Mm -hmm. Emma is killed. Anyway, Daniel tells Laurie to ignore the other girls and just be herself. Laurie says that hasn't gotten her very far in the past, but she just wants her first time to be special. And Maria and Janet, those are the other girls, Mm. they tell Laurie to watch how it's done and they go off to flirt with the camera crew that was filming the news report we saw before. And the girls tell them that they have a small problem. They have a great party to go to, but they don't have any dates. (laughs) Back to the man, Mr. Wilkins, and the boy Charlie sitting on his porch. It looks like in my notes I switched to calling him Stephen. Let's just say Mr. Wilkins. Yeah, I don't know him. I don't know him like that. Well, in the previous scene, when Emma 
was walking by the girls, Lori uh-huh. bumps into her. Mm, yes. So we get little glimpses. Yeah. Some of, interaction too. Yeah. Like this bit. movie jumps back and forward through time and shows that all of these scenes are connected in some way. Yeah. It starts at the end and it ends at the beginning. Yeah. Just like Memento. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think each of these each of these little um, stories that we're seeing, those were each an issue? They were each a comic issue? Or did they somehow like fit all of this into one issue? Uh, it's yeah, a they, lot. They created a um, graphic novel. Oh, I want it. I want to read it. Yeah. I'm an adult with money. I don't know why I'm acting like a kid that <laughs> doesn't have access to these things. Uh, <laughs> I want it now. It's my money and I want it now. Hey, well, what happened? I, I forgot where, where, where you at. <laughs> uh, still on the porch. Oh, still still on, on Mr. Wilkins' right, right. porch. Carving a jack-o'-lantern and explains that all of his knives were dull, so he went out to buy some more. And Stratton was very quick to point out that that is silly because he could have just sharpened his knives at home. But that's neither here nor there. And he's got he noticed money. he's got money. He's he seems to be a teacher though, so he might not have that much he's money. A Why is he going out and buying knives when he could just sharpen them? Anyway, <laughs> he notices that Charlie has pumpkin guts on his shoes, and he remarks on how Charlie has been stealing candy and smashing jack o' lanterns. And Charlie just seems to continue eating candy and boredom until Stephen yanks out a knife. Oh, sorry, Mr. Wilkins. I don't know him like that. Until Mr. Wilkins yanks out a knife, (laughs) making Charlie's eyes go wide. And Mr. Wilkins continues, it's okay. I was just like you when I was a boy until my father set me straight. That Halloween is about respecting the dead. All of these traditions, jack-o'-lanterns, costumes, treats, they were all originally meant to be protection. But now no one cares. Charlie starts coughing and acting as if he's about to vomit. Mr. Wilkins looks completely unfazed through all of this as he says, That's right. There's another important Halloween tradition. Always check your candy as Charlie endlessly projectile vomits. Vomiting (laughs) what looks like liquid chocolate. (laughs) And then blood? We see Mr. Wilkins. It was nasty. It was nasty. It was the sound. uh, It was more of the sound. (laughs) Yeah. Good sound effects do that. (laughs) It was just gross. It was. Was it too much? Too much vomit? Like too much for us, the viewer? Nah, I mean, it depends on the person. Yeah. It was just. Yeah. I probably looked away a little bit. Okay, I can't. It's more the sound, uh, like I don't know, the people make when they throw up. I just can't. I hate that so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. It's like when you yawn, yeah, and it makes somebody else yawn. It has yeah. that yeah. same kind of effect. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's like if you do it, I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. <laughs> like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyway, he, he threw up a lot. Anyway, <laughs> it was it was a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't believe he contained that much liquid in his body. It probably went on as long as about as, as long as we talked about it. So, <laughs> yeah, it. for real, for real. But then we see Mr. Wilkins dragging Charlie's body into his house, 
and as he struggles to pull him through the house, he hears trick-or-treaters at his door. He opens the door, and the trick-or-treaters seemingly scream at the sight of the giant blood stain on his shirt. Mr. Wilkins stammers out that it's okay, it's uh, it's just uh, but the screams turn into laughter and the kids compliment him on his costume. He offers them candy. One of the kids asks him if they can have his jack-o'-lantern for a scavenger hunt for UNICEF. If it's for a good cause, he creepily responds. And the kids continue on their way. After them, another kid pops up. This one is in orange with a burlap mask and button eyes. And he yanks out a candy bar from the bowl. And as he moves down the steps, you can hear that yowling of a cat from inside of his bag, which can be heard as it hits each step on the way down. (laughs) Mr. Wilkins looks kind of flabbergasted as he closes the door to his house. Back to Laurie and Danielle, where Laurie says she will meet up with the girls later, who are heading off with the film crew to the party. And then switch back to Mr. Wilkins's house, where we can see cyanide and arsenic and razor blades, evidence of him basically messing up the candy, making it <laughs> weaponized, yeah. weaponized candy, yes. Weaponized candy. And he goes to his backyard where we can see a pit in the ground covered with a tarp, and he removes the tarp and we see figures wrapped up in cloth. He stops when he hears a kid screaming from an upstairs window. Daddy, I'm back from trick-or-treating. And he yells back to be quiet and to watch Charlie Brown. And the kid yells, Charlie Brown's an asshole. (laughs) To which he's scolded for. But the kid goes off anyway. (laughs) That's an awesome line. I love that line. (laughs) It is. I love Charlie Brown, though. And I don't think he's an asshole. But I did like that line. Just because I'd like to ask him why. (laughs) Yeah. I think that'd be an interesting conversation. I mean, I guess asshole means like either like a schmuck or it means a jerk. So I think in this case, the kid probably means a schmuck. Because if we're talking about Peanuts characters being assholes, (laughs) Lucy is the biggest asshole. Anyway, where are we at? Oh, yeah, Charlie Brown's. Yeah, yeah, little kid. Charlie Brown. So then Mr. Wilkins proceeds to bury a new body into the pit. Speaking of Charlie's who are assholes, because the kid that he's burying is presumably Charlie. But as he does so, a dog from next door is barking and growling and trying to get through the fence. Mr. Wilkins chops off a finger with his shovel and throws it at the dog. But then the neighbor's door opens, calling out to his dog. And though there's a fence between them, the neighbor hears noise on Mr. Wilkins's side of the fence. As a kid seems to be alive still and is struggling inside the bag he's in. The neighbor peers through a hole in the fence and asks, What are you doing, Wilkins? Hiding bodies? And Mr. Wilkins <laughs> lies, saying that he's fixing his septic tank. After the neighbor moves off grumbling, Mr. Wilkins keeps attacking the still-living kid with a shovel until he's interrupted once more by his son who yells from upstairs. He wants help carving out eyes of his jack-o'-lantern. They haven't done anything fun together yet. And Mr. Wilkins suggests that they make caramel apples together. And his son says okay and moves off. And we see that Mr. Wilkins has finished with that 
remaining kid and has just finished burying the bodies as he grumbles. Daddy, let's go to the parade. Daddy, let's carve pumpkins. Daddy, why did mommy die? And as he heads inside, he turns to hear muffled yelling from a window from the neighbor's house as the neighbor calls out to him. Like, he looks like he's being attacked. But Mr. Wilkins just says, screw you, and goes inside. What he doesn't see is the neighbor tackled from the side by an unknown figure. Inside Mr. Wilkins's house, he calls out to his son, Billy. And he jumps and screams as his son jumps from behind a kitchen counter mask on his face by the way i haven't described this kid's appearance yet but he has curly red hair and overalls which is an homage to chucky from child's play (laughs) yeah in case the listener hasn't really gathered this yet i mean we haven't really been keeping track of all of the references ourselves but this movie is definitely like a love letter to halloween and horror movies in general Mm-hmm. Stratton said he found a site that tracked down like tons and tons and tons of references and Easter eggs. So that would be fun to peruse. <laughs> but Billy wants to carve a jack-o'-lantern with his dad still. And in a strange voice, Mr. Wilkins says, okay, let's go downstairs. And he takes Billy's hand and with the other grabs a knife and they go downstairs to the basement and Billy runs over to a table and starts handling some candles. Mr. Wilkins hides a knife behind his back and slowly approaches his son. He puts a hand on top of his son's head and tightens his grip on the knife. And then he plunges his knife down, and we see him pause, and then forcefully yank it back up. The knife is covered in blood. But don't forget to cut out the eyes, Billy says. What? Billy's alive? That's right. Fooled ya because we can see Charlie's head, the kid from before, (laughs) on the table in front of them. Father and son bonding time. Very sweet. Gotta pass it on. Yeah. Gotta pass on the traditions. (laughs) We don't endorse murder, by the way, or passing on the tradition of murder to your children. (laughs) Maybe Aaron does because he's secretly a... (laughs) 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 a guy Mm. who likes to kill people that's not true this is not true this is a lie (laughs) oh man i'm almost done with my part cut to (laughs) trick-or-treating kids from before (laughs) we cut back to the trick-or-treating kids from before the ones that were collecting for unicef stop at a house that is clearly having an adult Halloween party and they seem to recognize the woman who answers the door and she must be one of the teachers from school who is scantily clad in a cat costume and she is sloshed and she even offers them a drink which the girl in the angel costume refuses. The girl in the angel costume asks for her jack-o'-lantern for UNICEF And it's given to her. And the three of them walk off and discuss the horrors that they just witnessed in that house. One of their coaches at school, dressed as a hot dog, but fucked a pig. (laughs) And their conversation (laughs) is interrupted by another costumed kid who approaches... Oh my god. Oh my god. Even though we didn't see it, I was disgusted. Yeah. There's a few very descriptive things like that in this movie, so... Just be ready, listener. Mm, mm. Yeah. 
Shield your eyes if you must. Their conversation is interrupted by another costumed kid who approaches with a cart filled with a couple of jack-o'-lanterns. But the girl in the angel costume scoffs, that's it. And he explains that someone went down the street smashing them all. I wonder who that could have been. Mm-hmm. And he asks if it's enough. Almost, she says. And they continue down the street and then look surprised as they come across a house that is absolutely covered in jack-o'-lanterns. And now I pass it on to Miguel, who can cover the next part. Yeah. So, and the other kid comes down. He's dressed like a witch. She's Rhonda. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they talked to her. Oh, well, Schaefer talked. I hate that name. Schaefer. <laughs> Schaefer. Who's called Schaefer in real life? That's crazy. That's a, Oh, Schrader. Schrader, sorry. Oh, yeah, Schrader. there's a Schrader in uh, Peanuts. He's the one that plays the, right? Schroeder. Oh, wow. That's Schroeder. <sighs> too many, too many. <laughs> this is too many similar names. I just want to mm-hmm. say real quick, Real quick, Rhonda's house is a fire hazard. It is. I was going to say, like, uh, that's too many pumpkins. <laughs> like, they're literally all over her yard and the actual house itself. There's no way. And Schrader asks her if she carved all these pumpkins herself. She said yes. And she's like, do you like my costume? And he's like, yes. And they say, he says he's Schrader and she's Rhonda. And then, she, and then you know, that's pretty cute. Cause, meet know, cute. That's, that's, yeah, meet cute. Cut to people partying in the street. People kissing on each other's. <laughs> and we see a guy kissing on a girl. They're both masked. Uh, they keep kissing and stuff. Gets hot and heavy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the guy masked. Oh, well. The woman looks at herself because <laughs> after all the kissing, and sees that she's covered in blood everywhere, which means the dude was biting her all over the place enough to make her bleed. Which is crazy. They really shiver. Yeah, yeah, from the neck, I guess. That's crazy. And he opens his mouth and he's got fangs. He's a vampire. Vampire. I, I thought that was oh, kind of crazy because, like, presumably <laughs> she would have felt being bitten to that degree yeah. that she was bleeding. And Stratton was quick to point out, well, Vampire bats have, I don't remember how he put it. <laughs> he was very eloquent the way he explained how they release some sort of numbing agent when they bite mm-hmm. so they can proceed to drink. And then I countered by telling him, there's no way that they thought of that when they did this scene. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> no. I appreciate the bit of trivia, but there's no way that is what <laughs> happened here. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me of the book series, The Vampire Assistant, one of my favorite vampire book series. Hmm, I don't know that. It's pretty good, pretty good. Darren Shan, pretty good. The only author who literally writes (laughs) himself into every book he writes. Yeah, his his main character is always Darren Shan. Oh, it's literally him, his name? His name, yeah. It's not him, but it's his name. That's so so funny. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I think that's fun. You don't have to make up. Is, are these like kids' books or teenage? I get, they get pretty Young crazy adult? the longer the series go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It starts off like 
like kids but then it gets pretty crazy once you start reading more of it as you go along it gets crazy anyway i'll find them let's get yeah i'll get back to the vampire dude so she sees the blood she runs away this whole running away into the from like an alleyway into the street mm-hmm. party where nobody can hear is very uh i know what you did last summer ish mm. It's literally a scene that's exactly like this. <laughs> it's running from like an alleyway into the street where people are like Partying. parading or something. Mm-hmm. Nobody can hear her. Yeah. So she falls into the street, grabs onto the robot arm from costume from the woman from earlier, Emma, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the guy says, ah, she's just drunk. <laughs> Man. <laughs> she's covered in blood. That's a shitty time to be attacked. Because, like, your injury yeah. just looks like a Halloween costume. And she looks to her side and sees other people covered in blood, you know, fake blood for their costumes. And it's like, oh, yeah, that, well, you know, it is what it is. And she's looks behind her and the masked guy is there and he grabs her. And we see him laying her down on the street on the wall next to people drinking and then closing her eyes. So she looks like she's passed out. And he just walks away into the crowd like Assassin's Creed. So there we go. Cut to the kids walking. We got Macy, Chip, Schrader, Sarah, Rhonda. Macy's the angel. Mm. Sarah's the alien. <laughs> the alien <laughs> costume. I like that. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And Chip is the little kid with the pirate costume eye patch. And Rhonda's the vivage. <laughs> and Schrader, I don't know what Schrader's costume is. Oh, what was yeah. he dressed as? I don't even know. I don't know It's just a mask or something. Whatever. <laughs> no effort. <laughs> That's fine. So they're walking. Where are they walking to? I don't know. They don't say yet. But, you know, they open a gate somewhere. And then Macy walks right up to the edge of some place. And it's a quarry. Rock <laughs> quarry. Rhonda gives a little history of Sawain, the original Halloween like where Halloween comes from. OG know, Halloween. Tradition. OG Halloween. But, you know, it is what it is. You can Wikipedia that if you <laughs> <want>. <laughs> So they arrive at the quarry, ask why they are there, and Mace is like, oh, you got to pay respect to the dead. And they're like, what? And Sarah's like, oh, this is where that happened. And they're like, what? It's the Halloween school bus massacre. And she's like, don't call it that. And Sarah's going to tell the story, and Macy's being a bit mean here. Macy's a mean girl. She's the the one in the angel costume? Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macy's That's a mean girl. That's called irony. Here. Yeah. <laughs> irony. <laughs> Macy's being mean. Tell Sarah to shut up. Zip it. I'm going to tell the story. And she tells the story. 30 years ago late halloween afternoon but yeah i guess that makes sense could be a school day on halloween i guess just depends on what day it lands but yeah i guess that makes sense i went to school a lot on halloween like that's when you dress in halloween costumes it's like a tuesday up here yeah it's on tuesday fucking uh, i mean i still dress in halloween costumes when i go to work if my work allows my wife does too Hell yeah. Why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, cool flashback transition. And we we get the story. <laughs> it was bus. 30 years ago, late Halloween afternoon, school bus, usual route. 
but not a typical school bus with not typical kids on them. I guess, you know, the implication is that they were like, you know, mentally challenged kids, eight of them. They were different, troubled, disturbed. And that day, the driver took a different route, route, route or route. What do you say? <laughs> Stratton literally asked me this when both. we were watching. Yeah. I use both. Well, well, I say yeah, route. it just depends. I say route because, I don't know, it feels better. I, mean, I don't know for some reason. <laughs> like when you say route 66, you got to say route 60, you know, say route 66, right? I think I, I think route feels better. But then again, I I'll like say route. route for other things, like take a different route to school. Yeah. Depends on how you feel, I guess. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> English. English is weird. You know, people say uh, learning English is the hardest. Uh, English is the hardest language to learn. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. To me, it was the easiest. How many languages <laughs> do you know? It's a joke because I grew up here, so it was easy for me. <laughs> yeah, but but you <laughs> you also joke, know yeah. Spanish. So. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, to me, it was the easiest. That's the joke because I grew up here, so I <laughs> screw up talking. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, so they took a different route. One of the kids knows it's the wrong way. Instead of instead of taking the kids home, they drove the bus to abandoned rock quarry. Over the years, the parents became exhausted, embarrassed. Parents approached bus driver, made him an offer, asked him to do the unthinkable. Kill the kids, kill the kids, kill the kids. That's a subliminal message for all the lit no. <laughs> See the bus driver. See... Bus driver. <laughs> Miguel trying Jane. to. This was yeah. really sad to me. Yeah, it was. It was pretty sad. Asked him to do the unthinkable. And bus driver goes around making sure they're all uh, chained to their seats so they can't get out. And he's also them giving them Halloween in. candy, which is. Yeah. Why even bother when you're going to kill them? To ease your guilt? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Or to just make them calm down. And that almost worked perfectly, except one of the kids gets out of his restraints. The kid who knows that they aren't, you know, this is not right. Wrong way. Yeah, it's not right. He wants to go home. So as the bus driver is in the back, the kid gets out of his restraints, goes to the front, gets in the driver's seat, and drives the bus off the rock quarry into the water. And I like the way they filmed it, too. They like the way they filmed this part, too. Did you see the bus drive off? Mm-hmm. And the camera slowly goes up to it, and you see the bus uh, start to sink into the water. Pretty sad. You see the mas- masks floating in the water. And Macy says the driver was never heard from again, except you see the driver pop out of the water, and I guess he's alive. Except, you know, the kids are dead. Mm-hmm. Some say the bus sank so deep it couldn't be found. Others say they didn't want it to be found. This gave me a, for some reason, gave me like a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. This whole little flashback for some reason. Hmm. Like the way it was filmed or something, yeah. I guess. Just the, you know? Yeah. With a little filter. Mm-hmm. I like that The filter. flashback filter. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure I can find a scene in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that kind of looks like <laughs> like that yellowish mm. filter. So yeah, that's the story. 
Sarah says Macy's full of shit for some reason, even though she also knew the story. So I don't know why she's all acting weird about it. Uh, probably because she's scared. Oh, uh, bro. The way that kids get all defensive. Like, you're making this up. Yeah. <laughs> don't. You're making me mad. You're don't making me mad. Me, that'll get you a bop on the head real quick, Buster. <laughs> that's how, yep, I'll that's how the kids you. talk. Yep. Like 1920s. <laughs> I like the little rascals. Oh, the Macy says, I guess you won't mind being first. And this is what we got. Is, so eight victims, eight jack-o'-lanterns. That was the reason they were collecting jack-o'-lanterns. We're going to leave them by the side of the lake as an offering to those who died. So crazy. Like, yeah. Rhonda had way more than enough jack-o'-lanterns yeah. at her own house. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I guess they didn't. Yeah, they didn't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't really hang out with her. Oh anyways, yeah, that's fair. Bone. So yeah, so they gonna they gonna take a lift down because there's a lift at the rock quarry. The Macy uh, leaves Rhonda and Chip behind because they can only hold three safely. She says very Snoodly. condescending. Yeah, condescending is <laughs> yeah. a good word for it. She's gonna send the keys back up. Y'all bring the rest losers all right cut to Lori in slow motion walking down the street i thought that was pretty funny this little scene here <laughs> looking if she can match up with any guy mm -hmm. but she sees all of them have dates including a very muscular woman who she thought was a guy but then she turns around and sees the woman <laughs> i did not catch that at all yeah 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 because she's dressed like a warrior or something but yeah very muscular. Uh, she sees her sitting. Oh yeah, so yeah, so she 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 ain't got nobody. <laughs> One is the loneliest number. Remember that song? See her mm -hmm. sitting alone. <laughs> that is pretty sad. That's pretty sad. Just seeing somebody sit alone someplace. That's pretty. Uh, she gets a call from her sister. Danielle says she's got a nice guy for her. <laughs> And Laurie says, that means she's hideous. And, you know, pretty much. Danielle's like, hey, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> so just get over here. And Laurie sees in front of her the masked man from earlier, the vampire dude. So what's going to happen now? All of a sudden, you hear Wolf howling. And that was a cool transition mm. to go from from that scene to the back to uh, Rhonda and Chip was the wolf howling. I like that. It's pretty cool. Cut back to Chip and Rhonda. Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda says werewolves. Like she clocks it immediately. Werewolves. <laughs> werewolves. And freaks out Chip. So now they're taking the lift down. And as they're going down, they hear their friends, Macy, Sarah, and what's the guy's name? Mm, Schrader? Schrader. 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 No. Schrader. Schrader uh, starts screaming and saying, hey, what's going on? You know, like, they're freaking out. They're pretty much, they hear them as they're going down the lift. As the lift is taking them down, they hear their friends being attacked by something they can't see. Or freaking out, or, you know what I mean? Freaking out. And Chip is freaking out, too. Saying he wants to go back up. And Rhonda's just looking like, oh, I don't know what's going on. So now they're down there. Finally get to the bottom. They call out for Macy, Schrader, and Sarah. No answer. Rhonda gets off the lift, asks Chip if he is coming. He says, hell no, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's like, fuck. Rhonda's brave. Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. So I'm not going. <laughs> hell no. 
So Rhonda walking. Rhonda says to Chip to stay there and don't let the candles go out because go they'll protect you, okay? Yep. Rhonda walking. It's dark and, and scary. And, you know, she's walking down the woods for a little bit. And she comes upon, she stumbles upon the school bus sticking out the water. It's all messed up, but it's there, sticking with its front end up, which is pretty interesting, I guess. Masks in the water. She steps forward to get a closer look. And she's reaching for the mask in the water. She gets jump scared by a figure coming out the water. An undead being of some sort, I guess. Undead uh, children. She gets chased by the undead kids. This is a weird sentence I wrote here. (laughs) She gets chased by the undead kids who died at the quarry. So it sees (laughs) one. The dead kids who died. Yeah. (laughs) Who done did die. She stumbles upon Chip on the ground, getting eaten by one of the undead, like a zombie. Oh my goodness. She's running, running for her life. Falls, because you always got to fall when you're running away from danger, as you do. Mm -hmm. And so that's a given. She falls. Is her glasses like Velma? My glasses. She can't see without her (laughs) glasses. Yeah. And one of the undead fucking step on it. So now she's blind, stumbling all over the woods. Man, I didn't remember uh, that. That makes me pissed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the undead are coming upon her, and she walks backwards uh, off a cliff. That's like a foot drop. It's not a big drop. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a a big drop. I was like, I don't remember that. (laughs) It's not a big drop. Yeah, but she hit her head on a rock and she got knocked out. So Jeez. even though it was a big drop, it was still a hit. Yeah. So she's falling unconscious, and and then the undead people come in front of her, and one of them says, "Oh shit, uh oh." She wakes up, sees the, the beings in front of her, and punches one in the face <laughs> <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Good one. And uh, she starts to run away until she gets her name called Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda. And then we see that the undead are actually Macy, Sarah, and Schrader. It was a prank, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Rhonda's freaked out still, even though it was a prank. It was just a and prank, Schra- bro. Yeah, yeah. Assholes. Yeah. Schrader comes up, tries to comfort her, but, you know, it's it's pretty messed up still. And he seemed to be the nicest to her before. Yeah, yeah. And even uh, yeah. Chip, the pirate guy, he mm-hmm. he complimented her before too. Like he seemed kind of mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. But they're all fucking meanies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sherader comes up, comforts her. Macy's still being a mean girl, <laughs> talking shit. Mm-hmm. Sherader is actually being nice, saying she's scared of her mind, so they should, you know, it's it's over. We should just get out of here. Like he's and, he's you know, holding her comforting mm-hmm. her as she cries on his shirt mm-hmm. yeah pretty much everybody except macy seems at least a bit mm-hmm. you know not happy about what went down macy's it went down. pissed like Rhonda ruined <laughs> yeah. their fun by falling yeah. and getting injured <laughs> it's crazy exactly i want to so, know yeah, they, what they, more they, did they, she yeah. plan yeah. jesus 
All right, sorry. Please yeah. continue. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 because yeah. she ruined it. <laughs> yeah, Rhonda. <sighs> party pooper, party pooper, Rhonda. Always, always got to poop the party. Yeah, so they decide to pack it up and go home. Macy, Chip, and Sarah go and get all try to get all this stuff near the where the bus is, and uh, they see one pumpkin that's still lit. And so Macy kicks it in the water, <laughs> just to you know. Just to do for no reason. Oh, but it was the last candle, huh? Yeah, last candle. Yeah, I would have stepped on it at least, have some fun with it, <laughs> you know. But Rhonda said, "Keep the candles lit for protection." <laughs> that reminds me of the salt circles, you know, They're like uh, doing salt around you. Oh yeah, will protect you from spirits. Yeah. I like that. It's pretty goofy. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but mm-hmm. I like it <laughs> just because I believe it. It's fun. <laughs> I like how you admit that yeah. it's goofy, but you also believe it. Yeah, because why not? It's fun. Why, why not? not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So Chip, Macy, and Sarah start hearing weird vo- voices and no noises. Voices and noises. Sounds like whispering and giggling, and you know. Cut to Schrader and Rhonda. Schrader's still comforting Rhonda. And then they hear Mace, Chip, and Sarah scream for their lives. Again. <laughs> Schrader goes to check what's going on. And Rhonda just covers her ears because, you know, she's noise. pretty messed up about what happened. Yeah, exactly. I'd be the same way. Like, you did this yeah. to me? I don't hear nothing. No, probably. I don't think I would be that cold-hearted, but... As the viewer, fuck them. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I like the alien costume. Though. Everybody <laughs> except Macy was pretty. You know, like, they still pranked her. Like, I think everybody except Macy were pretty chill the, still. The thing that sucks about yeah. it, though, is like it would be different mm-hmm. if it was one person pranking a group of people. Because mm-hmm. at least it's a group that is sharing this experience together. Mm-hmm. But it's like a whole bunch of kids ganging up on one quirky girl. Mm-hmm. And you can tell they picked her out solely because yeah. she's quirky. She's the girl who covered mm-hmm. her house with the jack-o'-lanterns. So fuck them. They're picking on this girl. They're all jerks. Even Schrader or Schroeder, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Comforting Rhonda. Too little, too late, I say. <laughs> Schrader runs into Mace, Sarah, and Chip. They say they gotta go. We gotta get out of here. And then begin hearing voices and noises again. And then they see with their own eyes the undead children. Real this time. They're real. Yeah. Real undead children. Not that. F- exactly. They're Not real dead. And they all look pretty crazy. <laughs> they're still in their Halloween costumes. And they're all uh, soaking and chained up. They'll run, and Sarah, the alien, is the first one to get chained up and dragged. And I kind of felt bad for her. That sucks. Chip, Macy, and Schrader get to the lift, and they see Rhonda's inside with her pumpkins. They ask her to open the gate. But, you know, Rhonda gets up and gets the key to open the gate. And then she reaches out her hand like she's going to open it, but no, she presses the button to go up. Dang. She leaves them behind. She leaves them behind. Even Schroeder, who or Schrader, whoever, that was Schrader. just comforting her. She was like, fuck them. Fuck them all. I would have held on to the bars. 
like them. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I would just hold on to the bars and let it lift me up. That's what I, you got to think fast in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's what I, yeah. Yeah, that's you can do. Makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so they didn't do that. So the round, I left them behind and they get killed by the undead kids, I guess, eaten, I guess. <sighs> yeah. So Rhonda gets out of there, gets on her witch hat, gets her little cart with the pumpkin in it. She sees Sam looking at her. The exchange looks. And they walk, not together, but, you know, each their own direction, going about their business as they do. And that's the end of that story. Cut to... Laurie walking. So she's walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laurie walking with her little rare riding hood outfit, which is the, now I realize when she little was walking down the street. Yeah, hood. when she was walking down this forest. You sure it, you know, are looking good. Yeah. How's that song go? You look weird. like what a big bad wolf would want. Something like that. <laughs> Something I like hope that. they yeah, age up. Pretty close. <laughs> I hope they better age up later writing her to at least uh, Oh, I just presume because it's the only way yeah, I can yeah. listen to his song yeah, like that. Yeah. I just gotta yeah. make it yeah, comfy. Uh, make it comfy in my head. I know. <laughs> it's canon yeah. for me. It's all consensual. Yeah, but you never know. Songwriters are pretty weird. They're so. pretty weird. So, yeah, she's walking down the little trail here. Looking like a little red riding hood walking down the forest. She hears noises behind her. She yells, she yells at whoever it is making noises. She's not in the mood. Not in the mood, bro. So just come on out. She looks back and it's the masked guy vampire dude in front of her. He kind of has Uh-oh. like a... I know it's like just a generic kind of green hooded mm-hmm. cape and a silvery mask right but it reminds me of mm-hmm. there's a there's a villain a spider-man villain do you know who i'm talking about um, oh 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 dr doom which one dr doom oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, who he yeah. looks like to me dr doom yeah yeah so yeah she sees the mass vampire dude you cut back and forth between the party and Laurie here for a bit. So it's like uh, at the party, I guess Danielle is still waiting for Laurie at the party. Still waiting for her. And uh, her friend is like, uh, she's a big girl. She can take care of herself. And Danielle's like, oh, I wish that was true. Mom always said she was the run of the litter. <laughs> so that's, we're going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, very Yeah. yeah. As soon as she said that, I'm like, oh, I, uh oh, that's pretty, it's pretty, pretty like, on okay, the dude, snout. Pretty on. Oh, right on the nose there. <laughs> you can't say stuff yeah. like that when I'm taking a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Cut back to what was happening with Lori. Uh, she got fucking pushed up against a tree by the masked dude, and <gasps> we see her, uh, the masked dude bite her in the neck. Uh, she got bit by the vampire. God damn it. Cut back to the party. The friend asks, hey, what's, where's, who's this guy you're going to set Laurie up with? And they look and he's all passed out, drunk, and stressed like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby Huey. <laughs> wow. A literal man baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
We hear somebody at the party scream. One of the women screams at the party. And we see a body just drop from above. <laughs> out of nowhere. It's the uh, red robe, red hood that Laurie was wearing. Uh-oh. So Danielle thinks it's Laurie. So she goes up. See who it is. She takes the hood off. And who is it? It's the masked dude. Why did He's all messed up. Why'd Laurie put her hood on him? I don't know. Like a little present. That's very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it's very extra. Extra. That's a big yeah. reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Danielle says, sees it's the hooded man. No, it's the masked man, and she smiles. Oh, it's interesting. Then we see Laurie walk up into the party, all looking all <laughs> looking nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking nice. She looks more confident now. She so looks good. And uh, Danielle asks, hey, what's up with this? <laughs> what's going on? What did he do to you? And she's like, hey, I did what your friends told me to do. I played hard to get, and he bit me. And then Danielle looks at her friends, and they look at each other like, oh. Give that sick, calm look. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the friends goes to the masked man, She's like, ah, say ah, for some reason. <laughs> she pulls her, his mouth open and takes out the f- a fake vampire teeth from the bottom of his mouth. He takes off his mask, and it's Stephen Wilkins. 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 Stephen Wilkins. The Steve Wilkins. The, te- the principal yeah. we saw before. Yeah. Yeah. Who way before in the beginning of the with his son. Mm-hmm. What a creep. He has a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Going around. Yeah, this, this was a long yeah. night, but they were all yeah. simultaneous, I guess. Yeah. It was like, he was busy tonight. It was crazy. <laughs> Killed a kid, carved him up with his son, went around town. Making out with girls and then women. like biting yeah. them. And... Did he yeah, kill them too? I guess, yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. He's busy. We killed a, a few kids because when he threw. That yeah, but did, does he kill the women he makes out with? I think so, yeah. Probably. I, I believe so. Yeah. Probably. So he's that. And we see all the men at the party have been killed. Oh, yeah. Stratton <laughs> pointed out that one of them was uh, the hot dog man from the adult <laughs> party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy's busy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's got... Damn, bro. He's running around town. Doing crazy stuff. If it wasn't for the killing, <laughs> this would be a pretty crazy town. <laughs> <laughs> take, your, take your chances. Yeah. We see, yeah, all the men at the party have been killed. Chism. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Steven tries to get away, but his leg is broken. He's really messed up. His bone is sticking out and crap. It's crazy. <laughs> so, Lori says she's nervous because it's her, you know... Her sister says it will be fine to just be herself. So Lori gets on top of Steven. And so she's like, it's my first time. And we see, well, a song. I forgot the song. Some of them won't. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's a cover by. It's a cover, yeah. yeah. Is it um, Marilyn Manson cover? I, think? I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it is, but it sounds like him. I was like, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> this is so 2007, even though it came out. <laughs> well, whatever. I think um, it's the only song we really see 
featured in yeah. the film. Yeah, sweet dreams. Yeah, sweet dreams. Um, which is like, yeah, of course, of course, you would play that song. <laughs> and we see all Laurie and all the women at the party transform into werewolves. Werewolves, which is pretty crazy. And a transformation is pretty crazy because they like have to rip their skin off and yeah, to transform. That's, wild. that's pretty awesome. That was pretty cool. Like actually. literally <laughs> ripping their skin off as if it's like a rubber costume, which it probably was in this case. But <laughs> also, I like I like that twist because I feel like typically you would see sexy hot women be revealed to be mm-hmm. vampires or something, but no, they mm-hmm. were big, hulking, dirty, stinky werewolves. <laughs> Yeah, and not hot werewolves either. No, They're just like, like grotesque, <laughs> monstrous yeah. werewolves. Yeah, I know how to say werewolves. werewolves. By the way, this is just an inside yeah. joke, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a baby. Pretty crazy. Yeah, and Laurie says, "My my, what big eyes you have!" Oh and my I'm god, like, that killed the mood. <laughs> Jesus. That was a mood killer. And they get to work killing. And I guess that's her first time, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Her first kill. And we see, as as this is going on, see Sam on the side, just watching as this is going on. The little creep. <laughs> and we see a little title card. We see the blood moon in the sky. Title card oh, says earlier. Yeah. It says earlier, and I guess this is where Aaron takes over for the last story of the movie. Last story. So, earlier, dot, dot, dot. We see uh, three kids dressed up as clowns, and if you notice before in the movie, we've seen them a couple times in the background walking around, and they go up to uh, Krieg's house, which is Stephen's neighbor, and we saw earlier in the movie. You knock on the door, and we hear like four locks being unlocked and the door opens and it's pitch black but we see two glowing eyes that come out of the darkness and chase the kids away and we see that it's Craig's little dog it's dressed up to be scary the scary kids away mm. from the house the back of the house we see Craig um, he starts burning some old pictures and we cut to him watching TV infomercials and he starts digging into a candy bag it looks like the one we saw, I think we seen it earlier, kind of just been coincidence. He tries out a candy bar and he doesn't like it, so he switches to whiskey. <laughs> and as he's surfing through the news and Halloween movies, his dog, who's named Spite, starts to bark. So he checks outside the window, and as he's looking out, somebody throws like an egg at his window. You can hear them running off laughing but we don't really see who it is. We see Krieg get in a bat, and we hear Spite barking. And Krieg says, Happy Halloween, and calls out for Spite. And Krieg goes outside and finds his dog eating on the finger from earlier in the movie that he got from Mr. Wilkins. Mr. Wilkins. And we hear a man kind of yell in the background, and Krieg yells out, I have a NRA membership in my pocket and a shotgun over the fireplace. And the guy's like, it's me, Stephen, Stephen Wilkins. And we see Stephen um, in a hole in his backyard, same scene that we saw earlier. And that's when Craig says, what are you doing, hiding bodies? And we get the septic tank story, you know, it's acting up. And then we get a POV shot 
from Sam. And Krieg says, fix it. Stinks like a dead whore out here. He's walking off. Steven yells out, happy Halloween. And Krieg yells back, screw you. <laughs> back in the house, we see Spike barking at the front door. And Krieg opens the front door and sees his yard is full of jack-o'-lanterns covered in it. Hmm. We cut back to Spike barking at something upstairs. So Craig grabs his shotgun and heads upstairs. And he calls out for his dog and turns the light on. The light bulb explodes. And we see a little figure run across the stairs, the hallway. And then we hear Spike whimper. And Craig cocks his shotgun, goes upstairs looking for his dog. And in the bed, he sees something moving under the covers. He pulls him back, and it's a skeleton hand. And then we see a jack-o'-lantern flame up in the corner of his room. And then we see Halloween in um, Sam Wayne. Is that how you say it? Sorry? Sam Wayne? Yeah. yeah. Sam, Sam, Sam Wayne. Sam <laughs> Sam like Wayne? Sam Wayne? Samwayne? Yeah, Sal give me a second. Samwayne. Okay. Sawin, yeah. Sawin. <laughs> That's not at all yes. the way you would think yeah. based on how it's spelled. Sawin? Yeah, it's just spelled Sam Hine. So yeah. <laughs> S-A-M-H-E-I-N. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm pretty sure in the Halloween movies they say Sam Hain yeah. too. <laughs> but whatever. And then we see a jack-o'-lantern flame up in a corner and the room lights up and we see Halloween and Sawin greetings all over the walls and ceiling. And then something comes out from under the bed and stabs Krieg in his Achilles. And it looks like a candy bar that someone had gotten earlier. Mm. And a razor blade in it, probably. Mm. And then we see little Sam crawl out from under the bed. Krieg grabs a shotgun and shoots. And all he does is hit the jack lantern He runs downstairs and he slips, as he gets to the stairs, he slips on a bunch of hard candy, and he falls to the bottom, back on the first floor. And as he's getting up, his hands are all cut up and bloody. And he tries to get out the front door. He's having trouble unlocking all his damn locks because his hands are all cut up. And in the background, we see Sam. All his damn locks. We see Sam crawling across the ceiling towards Creed. Sam is crazy. Yeah. And Sam drops down on top of Krieg, and Krieg manages to throw him off, like all the way across the room. Krieg sees Wilkins through this window, same scene we saw earlier, but now we got a different point of view mm. as he's crying out for help. But Wilkins, who is covered in blood, it just ignores him and goes in his house. And we saw that scene earlier from Mr. Wilkins' point of view. Sam attacks Krieg again. Krieg pulls off his mask. His little burlap mask that he's wearing. And his head looks like a cross between a pumpkin and a skull, like yeah. combination type thing. So it's like a it's like a pumpkin, but it has the holes of a skull, but it's not a s it's not carved, it's like the shape of the jack o' lantern. It's weird. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. Sam bites Craig on the leg and Craig shoots him in the face. And it's in Sam sliding back to the back door. Craig gets to his feet and he reloads and he shoots Sam twice more. And we just see gooey stuff flying everywhere. And Craig calls 911 then suddenly his phone line goes dead because he had a house phone. 
not cell phone. <laughs> Craig's looking around and we see Sam's severed hand stab him in the foot with the candy bar from earlier. And Craig kicks it off and we see a shot of Sam's hand crawling away. And Craig's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And the severed hand crawls back to <laughs> his body and taps it on the leg to like wake him up, I guess. And Sam wakes up and the hand reattaches itself. <laughs> it's it's so funny, like he's pretending to be dead so Sam doesn't continue attacking him, but this doesn't stop Sam at all. <laughs> and Creek says, Oh no. And Sam gets up and he's eating a Jack Lantern shaped sucker that we saw mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. He takes a bite that out. lollipop has been everywhere. Yeah. He takes a bite out of it. Craig tries to crawl away. And he grabs his bottle of uh, whiskey. And he breaks it to like form a weapon. You know, like you see in movies. And Sam grabs his arm before Craig could stab him. And he snaps it back and we hear a crack. And Craig cries out. And Sam brings his half-eaten jack-o'-lantern lollipop sucker down to stab Krieg, but he stabs it into a candy bar that that was on Krieg's stomach. And Sam looks at his lollipop sucker candy bar combo and starts eating the candy bar. And Krieg's just looking at him like, what the fuck, dude? Just with a confused Mm -hmm. look. And Sam walks away, taking one last look back at Krieg, and the front door opens by itself. And Sam leaves, and the door slams behind him. We cut to the fireplace and it has the burning pictures in it. And we close in on a photo of the kids who died in the Halloween school bus massacre. And then we focus in on the driver. And we can assume that Krieg was the driver. He was the driver. Yep. Damn. Later, dot, dot, dot. We see three little piggies knocking on Krieg's door. And the door opens, and we see a bandaged up Krieg. Some bandages everywhere. And he pulls out a candy bar from his arm sling and hands it out. And he's handing out candy to the kids. And the last little like piggy. generous, yeah, <laughs> generous handfuls of candy to each he's, one. He's, he's like, in, I'm not getting fucked up this yeah, time. He's in, I'm into it now. <laughs> and the last little piggy says, "Thanks, Mister Krieg. Great mummy costume." Mm-hmm. And then Krieg walks out on his front porch. And he sees Billy handed out candy, dressed as his dad, and get a little white shirt on like his dad with blood on it. Yeah, cute scene. Even though they're both murderers. <laughs> <laughs> cute little murderer you are. Yes. And then we see Rhonda crossing the street with a wagon full of jack-o'-lanterns. And she almost gets hit by an SUV. And the SUV has Lori and all her friends in it. Gets heading to the parade party. And we pan over and we see Sam standing in front of Craig's house. And we see Emma and Henry arrive home. And same opening scene just from Craig's point of view. Emma goes to extinguish that jack-o'-lantern. And, of course, Henry tells us we need to keep it lit. Ancient tradition. Emma just blows it out. And Henry says you should be more careful. There are rules. You might upset someone. Sam looks down uh-huh. at his sucker uh-huh. weapon. He looks down at his sucker weapon and moves toward Henry and Emma's house. 
And we see Craig goes back inside his house. And then he hears a knock at the door. He opens the door and sees the undead children from the bus. They say trick or treat. And then we cut to comic panels. We see panels of Craig screaming and we can hear um, him screaming in the background. You know, see, we see pictures of the kids killing him. And then we finish with a shot of the trick or treat comic cover. The end. Very nice. cute. Very cute move. Well, I think it's a cute nice. move. My mother in law would argue otherwise. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> how did we decide? How did we determine that yeah. Sam, Sam Hine is pronounced? That's interesting because like I'm looking at the the wiki for this movie and the character Sam is named after Sawin, but because it's spelled S A M H A I N, his name is Sam. As if you would pronounce it <laughs> Sam Hain. Yeah. Nice. Those names really saw. <laughs> that's that's up to the director to determine i guess or the writer but um yeah in case the listener could not infer this sam is basically a demon that goes around and enforces justice upon people for not celebrating halloween properly yeah yeah you better celebrate properly. You better celebrate. Yeah, right. pretty much. Give out candy. There's so many mm. people who don't do that anymore. I mean, I know, well, everything, whatever. But still, I, I like Halloween. I hate to see it going away like it is. <laughs> Personal I, opinion. Hmm. You can leave that. Yeah. Out. <laughs> Bring back Halloween. Bring back. It's Halloween. important Halloween. to me. I love Halloween. Me too. It's pretty cool. I've already started putting out my decorations. <laughs> Might as well. I'm planning my Halloween costume. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. And to the to the reviews. Ratings. To the ratings. To oh, the ratings. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've only done this for a year. <laughs> I know. It's, it's hard getting into routines. But... For our listeners who might not have listened to us before, presumably you've already listened to the episode if you're here, or you skipped ahead to this part because you wanted to get our ratings before you possibly watched this film before listening to us because you didn't want us to spoil anything. And that's okay too, but this is where we will tell you if there's any trigger warnings in this case. There's lots of murder. There's abuse of children who are differently abled. There is, what else is there? Mm, blood. You know, like typical horror movie stuff. Yeah, nudity. Yeah. All that good stuff, yeah. Yeah. Nothing too out of the ordinary. And yeah, do you guys want to get into your ratings yeah. and then I'll do mine? Okay. I give it an 8 out of 10 because it was just fun. I like it. I like it. It feels, it feels like, does it sound weird? It was probably like 
the best Goosebumps movie ever. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like, like if Goosebumps, yeah, this is how it should feel like. I think uh, maybe a little less blood, but still, it'd be like this because Goosebumps could get pretty disturbing. Some like just with the, um, you know, it doesn't need the need the blood, but, but it it's be still like, like more be fun pretty, than uh, scary, more campy, yeah, yeah. silly than actually. And you could do, uh, yeah, make um. People look weird, you know. I mean, <laughs> you use, but you know, you can like the werewolf thing. That's pretty cool. Like even the carving, <laughs> of the carving heads. of the heads. That's like a, a goosebumps title. My neighbor car makes heads out of pumpkins or something like mm-hmm. that. that's a goosebumps title right there. <laughs> so not as violent, but like still the style of uh, of how it is. Like you said, campy and everything. That's totally goosebumps to me. Like this is how it should feel. Like. Did you know that? Goosebumps is being released on Disney Plus, like a new, a whole new series of Goosebumps. Did you also know that I just bought some clothes that has Goosebumps branding on it, and I bought a bag that looks like the cover of a Goosebumps book? (laughs) Because I fucking love Goosebumps. (laughs) This is a series or movie can't work unless it's an anthology. anthology series where it's different every episode and the episodes have to be like an hour long at, at least mm. so that's that's how it's it's only the only way it will work as a series you can't have the same characters in each episode oh i didn't think every about book that is i different. just yeah for some reason i'm just thinking yeah i think you're right i think it's like an ongoing story but i don't like that i couldn't help but think of there was another show when i was growing up called are you afraid of the dark and it was on nickelodeon yeah. I think it was just like kids telling ghost stories around the campfire. So each of right. the episodes was an individual scary story. It could have worked yeah. that way too, but I don't think that's how this is going to go. Reader beware. You're in, You're in for a scare. That Goosebumps theme is still pretty it awesome. Hits. <laughs> do, 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 do. Now, now, now. Yeah, so 8 out of 10 sexy werewolves. <laughs> Let's do it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's me. Aaron. All right. Is there Aaron. anybody out here. there? Can anybody, anybody hear, hear me? me? Is there right. anyone at home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the tagline for this movie. It's a poison, drowning, claw. Our knife, so many ways to take a life. I do like the anthology <laughs> format. I, I like the little stories in how to they dismember. Yeah, shout out how they um, connected them to. You can see like the other characters in the background, and like we said earlier, the movie starts at the end and ends at the beginning. So that's kind of cool. How you, they did the timeline on that and. Connected everything. Movie was shot good. The actors in it were were good. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. I watched it really late at night because that's how I like to watch movies. Puts me in the mood to be scared. <laughs> and this movie's really not scary, so you don't have to worry about that. Although some people may disagree, but it's not. It's a fun movie to watch. It's not that long. It's less than an hour and a half. 
So I will give this seven and a half Mean Girl Angels out of ten. Nice. I will get into my rating as well then. Before I do, I pulled up a little more trivia for this film. Sam's full name, Samhain, is pronounced as it is spelled as opposed to the Celtic holidays pronunciation, Samhain. So we can be rest assured his name is pronounced Samhain. Sam. In a deleted scene of the film, Sam is shown flipping the bird to Charlie. Probably because Charlie was smashing all those jack-o'-lanterns. That's a Halloween no-no. Sam may resemble a child, but he is actually hundreds, if not thousands of years old, and known by various names and guises by various cultures throughout the world. In the graphic novel, one of the stories concerns a 19th century pioneer girl named Sarah who befriends an Indian tribe living on land that her realm and father wants to develop. The tribal chief's daughter gives Sarah a handmade doll of Sam, whom the tribe at one point refers to as the Great Autumn Spirit, that she says will protect her from harm. This leads Sarah to ask if he is a good spirit, and the chief's daughter responds, I would not say that, but the shaman told me he is very old and very powerful. Quinn Lord, who plays Sam in the film, described his character as being a demon who was born in a pumpkin patch. And Doetry described Sam's head as a cross between an embryo and a pumpkin. I can see that. Oh, yeah. That's pretty He cool. also looks kind of alien-like to me. Yeah, a little bit. And like a skull, like you said before. As for how I feel about this film, there's so much detail in the interconnecting stories and so many little horror movie Easter eggs throughout. And overall, it's just a very entertaining film. And it has a lot of rewatchability. Part of that is probably because I have such a horrible memory because this is my fourth time seeing it, I think. And I still forgot so much of it. I forgot that Sam was this thing. I forgot that he had a face like that underneath his burlap mask. I totally forgot that. But even still, I would watch it again and probably again. I would give this 9 out of 10 jack-o'-lanterns donated to UNICEF. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 9, 8, and a 7 and a half. It's a good movie. Watch it. Pretty good. Pretty good. Add it to your Halloween movie watch list. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't think you can stream it, though, can you? I don't know. I mean, I own it, so that's how I watched it. So. Well, anyways. Put it on your watch list. Anyways. What do we have coming up next? Does anybody well, know? You want to take a guess? <laughs> so, before we move on, I just want to remind our listeners to do these things so that Sam doesn't come after you. Always wear a costume, always hand out candy, never blow out a jack-o'-lantern before midnight, and respect the dead. Got it? Sounds like a good plan. Yep. Good. Got it. Um, <laughs> and as for our listeners, 
if they tune in to our next released episode, we are going to have a guest on. And I'm very, very excited about this. I hope you guys are too. I am. We have talked about our guest before because we've reviewed a couple of his short horror indie films. His name is Ryan Valdez, and he's a very talented director, writer, vis effects artist. He does all of this stuff for his short films, but he's also directed music videos for Stone Sour and Corn. Oh, wow. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I checked them out, and they're just as visually stunning as the short films that we watched of his. So it's going to be a treat talking to him. And he decided he wanted to watch and discuss 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre with us. So that'll be interesting. It'll be a lot of fun. Yep. <laughs> I like those early 2000s horror movies. Mm. Were they like Pretty grittier? I just thought. <laughs> no, it's just time in my life. You know how you associate. Nostalgic. Yeah. Things around a, a good time in your life. So they become better to you than they probably actually are. Yeah. Oh, I'll be interested to see why this was Ryan's pick and why it's so special to him. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> And uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Then. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all we got. All right, that's it. Bye. Boom. Halloween. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be busy. So we're ready. Mm. Yeah. Do those rules. Halloween. Halloween. All right. Halloween. Thanks, all our listeners, for hanging out with us. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at stories to dismember at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group. Just look up stories to dismember. Get in contact with us. Recommend a movie. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, anything you want us to cover. We can do other things too. But thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll see you next time. Ride Stratton. Play the music. Thank you for listening to the Stories to Dismember podcast. Please be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and leave a rating. You can contact us at stories to dismember at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on TikTok at stories to dismember. The music for stories to dismember is provided by Winfeather and episodes are edited by Stratton Meyer. We can't wait to hang out with you next time. Bye bye.